Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hey, everybody, we're back. Happy Election Day. Big ah. day. It's Election or Erection Day, as they call it in Asia. Yes. Classic. Classic oh joke. What too far there? Classic joke. Yella. Election. Wait. What? Oh, Erection. Erection Day. Yes. That was an old joke. When I first started, Larry Lee Lewis used to do that joke. That's good stuff. My favorite Asian holiday, Erection Day, or something like that. It when was I, something that. I used to go to the New York Film Academy, as did you. Yes, uh, sir. And, you know, there was kids from China and Japan and Prague and <laughs> South America, the whole thing, all, all over. And there was this one kid from Asia. I can't remember if he was Chinese. I think he was Japanese. But he could not do it. And we were going, come on, man. Give me an L. Give me an L. He'd oh, go, wow. Rah! We're like, come on. You we were all losing. It was so fun. Oh, that's fun. He had guys like waving money. We were like betting on it. Like, I bet he gets it on this one. He oh, couldn't do it. I bet he's dead by now. He's dead. He got the uh, Chinese flu. <laughs> Did he mow? Yes. Uh, Reservoir dog? Uh, deer hunter. Deer hunter. Deer like Abbey. It. What's that called? Revolver. What's it called? Russian roulette. I think that's why yes. I think reservoir. I had Russian roulette. Uh-huh. Redundant, the, the retarded. The thing on the condom is the reservoir tip. Yes. Yes, yes. That's where the cum goes. You Boy, I have not worn right. a condom in a long time, and it feels great. Yeah. When I was a kid, I would jerk off into them. Yeah, I remember you saying that, and that seems not not good. Well, I was eight, and you know, you wanted the, the feel of, wow, what is a condom like? How, I'm going to be an adult. I'd always have con- the, the pubes would get stuck in the condom, and then you pull it off and rip out. And really, you might have to trim. Yeah, well, I don't trim edges. very often. I, I, today, I, I had this happen last week. True story. Where was I? I was on the road. Maybe it was when I was in D.C. or Sacramento. Yeah, I was in Sacramento. I had my pubes. I got bush underneath, you know, in the oh, satchel yeah. area, the grundle, the uh, taint, the taint. Yes, if the you gooch. will. And I have like long, like. The older I get, the less curly they become. They're just sticking straight up. You got straightened? It's like Bart Simpson hair. Like, it's just up. Wow. I got a couple of heteros down there. Yeah, I got long, wavy hair, and it, it blows in the wind, you know? They're uncurling as time passes. Strange. <laughs> You're telling me. So one of them, like, curled back around my asshole, and I don't know if it got stuck inside my asshole, like, on some poo, or if it was the elastic... Of my uh, Mac Weldon briefs, but there was uh-huh. pulling. I was walking, and I was like, cross the street. I had my hand tucked beneath my thing, trying to figure out what was up, because it yeah. was like, imagine like you know, you just kind of tugging on a pube. But wait a minute, it was a so butt pube. It was pulling, tugging out of your asshole. Yeah, it was like from my taint and like stuck. I don't know if it was stuck in my asshole or the underwear, but it was stuck underneath, like yeah. pulling from underneath. The gravitational Whoa. pull was. I think you gotta do some. Some cleanup down there. It sounds like you got a, like a weird taint mullet. I really do. <laughs> taint mullet. We Shelby. miss Shelby. Shelby. We miss you, Shelby. Uh, we need to get Shelby in studio. Put him on the floor or whatever. Shelby, there's not a chance in hell he has one pubic hair. I feel like he is just shorn like a baby's dick. You think he's born that way or he does something? No, I think he's just born. Like a Barbie? Yeah, I think he's a, <laughs> a like a, an avatar. I don't think there's any hair down there. He's like a C-3PO. 
We miss Shelby because right now he could pop on and say something. Well, he'd say one weird thing like, trust me, I'm Harry. <laughs> and then we'd move on. Interesting. Prove oh, it, boy. Shelby. Send us video. Yeah. He does have kind of a Barbie body. Like a, It seems like it'd be smooth. Yes, he's a seal. <laughs> well, I don't know. Shelby, let us know. Or maybe maybe you can pipe something in. Maybe you can respond and put it in right here. But hey, let, let us approve it. <laughs> How are you piping it all day long, you know? Too much pipe. <laughs> no, one. I'm saying one pipe. This is the one approved all pipe. Right. It goes right here. Shelby, where's your, put your comment right here. Approved pipe, but... Oh, sorry. Did I step on his you pipe? You stepped on his pipe. <laughs> Give it to him again. There it is. I don't know what number is smaller, the amount of pubes I have, or the number of posters you sold at the Hollywood Improv. Oh, good line, all Shelby. Right. That's funny stuff. It better have been just one. That was good. <laughs> That would be funny. He has a lot of power over the podcast. He yes. could just plug anything in. He's listening to it right now, just twiddling his thumbs, going, "It's all mine." Yeah, he could just put it. He could just, you know, fart in the mic and say "cunt" and whatever the N word if he wanted, and plug we're, it in. We're paying him. Yeah. So I guess that's a little incentive to not dick around there, Lippy. I mean, I don't think he wants to. I'm just okay. saying. I'm saying he could. It's actually a great relationship because he's a quiet, hairless little nut, and. We're a bunch of yappy dappies, so it works out. Yeah, it's good. It's perfect. We yeah. love him. He doesn't want to be on radio, I don't think. Maybe he does. I don't know. People like hearing from him, but I don't know. Right. I hope he doesn't shoot us. No, that would be that would be rough. Yeah. All right. Hearts and thoughts and prayers, everybody. But anyways, I gotta, I gotta shave my uh, puberty hair for sure. Yeah, get down there. I gotta tell you, I've been real. This is what's been taking over my life the last few days, and this is not the first time this has happened in the history of the pod. I had uh-huh. some serious constipation going on. It's oh. not even fully relieved yet. What is? Is that cheese that's backing you up or barbiturates? Well, here's the thing. I went to Los Angeles, uh, which I we'll get you. into. Yeah. Yeah. We spent some time together. Not a lot of time. No, we we made the most of it, but yeah, it was in and out. Yeah, burger. That's where I was going with this. Oh, hey. Well, here's the thing. I I I eat like shit. I gotta change my diet. I'm working on it. I'm working hard. By the way, this is the best you've ever looked. You look amazing. The shirt, the jacket, the legs crossed. You look great. Well, I'm going to the theater tonight. <laughs> <laughs> going, uh, I got To Kill a Mockingbird tickets in my pocket. Aaron Sorkin, who might ruin the thing. That guy stinks. Wait a minute. He wrote it. He wrote this particular adaptation. Hey, it ain't broke. I mean, it's a killer play, a book. Why do we, why do we juke in it? I don't know. He's, he likes to juke, but Jeff Daniels is in it. I get to see Jeff oh, Daniels on yeah. uh, Harry Dunn on, on live Broadway. <laughs> what are you doing in there? Shaving. <laughs> That's what I need. I need that shit oh, that he takes. Yeah. I need one of those. And Will Sylvins gave me some pills, but I, I get nervous what? getting a Haitian pill. I don't know yeah, what it is. It's, that's it's like, some voodoo anal. It's, yeah, it's a magic pill. and The pill is bigger than the dumps I take. It's like this long... And Donnelly was there. Donnelly's like, oh, give me one of those. <laughs> and Donnelly just popped it on sight. He flipped it up in the air and caught it in his uh, mouth. Well, the funny thing is you guys have the same diet. You I know, I know. Like eight-year-olds at a swim party. Well, <laughs> pool party? Pool party, All sorry. Right. Swim party sounds gayer. I guess it does, yeah. I mean sexier. I'm trying to say gay less, sorry. Ah, uh, well, it's going to be this possibly half an hour. <laughs> well, anyway, so Donnelly... My diet's a little better than his. I do like right. smoothies and like uh, I'll true. eat oatmeal in the morning and, and he like drinks. and he drinks. But like Donnelly eats like a burger. Uh, I don't even know what else. Any if anything, oh, I'll, eat, I'll eat fish. Okay, yeah, he but, won't eat fish. He's pizza, fries, burger. Yeah, mine's pretty bad. It's bad. When I was in L.A., I went to In and Out twice. Then I drove from Sacramento to L.A. 
which is a long drive, and I was I was up against. I'll get into that later, but like I had to make sure to get there in time. So I just grabbed McDonald's and ate it. So I had like eight fucking fast food double cheeseburgers oh. with the bun, the cheese, the oh. fries. Then like seven hour car ride with chip uh, chocolate chips in there. I assume. yes, and then two cross country flights, which are not. That's like the flight is six hours, yeah. but you're on the plane for forty five minutes before a half hour. So it's like eight hours of sitting, yep. that dry air, dehydration. You're not yep. drinking water, and so I think I was just dehydrated. And I don't do a lot of salad eating, and so I got to have a smoothie. But there's no smoothie place where I was, so it's mm. like I went a lot of time without any fiber. No fiber, no green. And then you get stressed, and now I'm just I'm taking shits, but they're like. Really? And it's like a fucking. It looks like a, a toe. Oh. It's dry. It's like a little cocoa puff. Right. Really. Cocoa pebble. Like, like a rabbit pellet. What's the difference between a cocoa pebble and cocoa puffs? Cocoa puff is a circle. It's like a puff out. It's puffed out. It's like an afro picked. If you pick it out, and a pebble is like, is like. Uh, oh, I should have saved that. If you done that in the microphone, that would have been. A pebble beautiful. is like those little mini. Pebble. It's like a flatter pebble. But how big is a puff? A puff is not that much bigger than a pebble. A puff's like two pebs. <laughs> but that's still pretty small. Yeah, like a cocoa a puff, puff is small. Cereal. You got to eat it. You know, <laughs> got to have a fucking. So is it like Firestone a tire in there? Is it like a golf ball? No, bigger or smaller than a golf ball. It's more like a marble. Oh, okay. So they're both pebbly. Yeah, but the pebble is flat and jagged and rigid. Flat. A pebble can't be flat. Well, the the fruity pebbles are, and the cocoa. <laughs> both pebbles, and they're both flat. They're fl- flat-ish. I mean, they're like a flat earther. <laughs> it could be a little curve in there, but all right, well, generally flat. Whatever that is, I'm shitting those. I'm shitting a little bit of puffs and a little bit of pebbles, <laughs> but it's not good. All right. And then I wipe, and it's just I could reuse the toilet paper to blow my nose. It's dry. Really? It's just nothing there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You, you got could, no moisture. Yeah. I got so I've been hydrating like a motherfucker. But what happens? This happened sh- before. I think we had this exact dialogue. If it shits bloody, it'll be a fruity. That'll be a fruity. There yeah. You go. Rainbow. Some greens. Right. A gay shit. But uh, isn't that an Asian thing? A gay uh, shit. <laughs> Uh, let me take a sip. We're both sipping at the Uh-oh. same time. Shelby, put in another thing right here. Go, Shelby. Get tickets to see Rich Voss at the Comedy Connection in Providence, Rhode Island, November 22nd through the 24th. All right. That one was offensive, Shelby. Um, I might have a fart. I, I, but oh, I, I was please. all, I had lower, like I could feel my lower intestines full. Like it felt yes. like someone was, it felt like I had a golf ball inside of my asshole. Uh-huh. Or a fist. Or a thumb, oh, a big thumb. A fist would, you'd know that one. Yeah, it felt similar to that. But so now I'm, I'm feeling better. I still haven't taken that big. Sh- you just want that big one, which like. Yes. So, I took a shit the other day that could really stop a train. Yeah. I mean, it was. I was in Winnipeg, and it just, you know, when just eating and eating and eating and eating out of boredom, and I just went and worked out and had a cup of coffee, and after that I came home, and it, it's one of those that like. It goes out of the water, like it fills yes. the bowl, mm-hmm. and then it. Then when you flush it, the whole bowl is black from the the residue. Yeah, it, like uh, squeak down the side of the porcelain. Yeah, uh, what do they call that? Graffiti. Oh, is that right? Yeah, graffiti. I like that. Graffitis. Well, I'm a vandal because I just ruined that white wall. The pump don't work because the vandals took the handles. Uh-huh. Uh, What's that? Uh, Bob Dylan. Oh. Subterranean homesick blues, I think, there or the other is. one. Yeah, it's that one. All right. Um, but anyways, uh, or it might be Tombstone Blues. I can't remember. I have to take a moment. Not, not, not people are trying to take care. Subterranean. 
the pump don't work because the vandal took. Yeah, it is that one. All right. All right. So, anyways, <clears throat> um, I have to shit. I gotta, I, I gotta take a good shit. And uh, so, did, the, did you take the pill? I haven't taken the pill. I get oh. nervous with the pill. And Will, he's Haitian, so it's yeah. nerve wracking. I don't right. know what it is. And you read it, and it's like if you have an allergy to this, and then I'm afraid. I wonder why Will's cock constipated because he's uh, just a. A vegan of uh, vegetables, rice, very well, healthy. This is an all natural. It's not a constipation pill. It's just like an all natural. This is good for you oh. pill. But he said it like makes you shit or whatever. The best shit I ever took, and I might have talked about this before, was in Aruba. I feel like the ocean helps me because you know, I feel relaxed and I'm uh-huh. swimming and it heals. Yes. And we were drinking. The, we were eating those acai bowls every morning. So oh. I was like having like waking up early, having an acai bowl, warm weather, relax, super relaxed. And I just took a, and I was drinking, smoking Cubans. I took a shit that looked like a the, my calf muscle. It was huge. Wow. It was a leg. It's funny because I took a shit once. Uh, I was did drunk history, drank more than I've ever drank. Drank basically a bottle of scotch. Went to bed. Woke up worse. It was such a bad hangover. I couldn't get out of bed. Uh-huh. It was like regarding Henry, where I was like, okay, I got a toe moving. And they're like everybody's like his toes moving. Ah, and I couldn't even get up because yeah. I was hurting so bad. And finally, I get on with the day. Four hours later, I get up. I get out. I'm like an old geriatric. I can't stand up straight. You know, you're on the sidewalk just walking slow. People are whizzing past you. And I got a smoothie. Like, I need nutrients. Yep. <clears throat> Put down the smoothie. And something happened where I just yacked. Ooh. I had a beet smoothie. And I just yacked. It looked like I was puking up blood. Ugh. And then I got home. And I just shit out alcohol. Wow. Yeah. So the body was just trying to get it out. Yeah, it's good to get those. That's what I feel like sometimes because I'm trying to eat healthy Yeah. to take a good shit. But sometimes it feels like if you just threw a bunch of crap in there, it would also blast it out. Right. The healthy with the crap. So you get back because you get the wee-wee problem. That, that might be just stage fright. Well, I got all kinds of urine. But that's what I was going to say. Is like I'm over-hydrating trying to take a good shit. But what happens is I just take a bad pit. I'm just like, ah. oh, I got to piss. Right, right. But I'll figure it out. I got, I got mixing in smooth. I got to change my diet. I'm 36. I'm gay, and uh, I'm getting old. I love a good, I love healthy. I love a good vegetable. I love a good salad. I love a good piece of fruit. Lay it on me. Fruit is good. I had an apple yesterday, midday apple, and then I was eating like great. It is nature's candy. Oh, You're like, this yeah. tastes so good. I'm like, how can I not be eating this all the time? Yeah, when I learned juicing is actually bad because you're getting all the sugar. You're taking away the fiber. So that yeah. So then I was talking to Will Savince, the Haitian sensation. I was like, why can I just eat a bunch of fruit, but I can't juice? And he goes, because you're not going to sit down and eat twelve oranges, but you need twelve oranges to make orange juice. Uh-huh. And I was like, ah, well done, Voodoo Queen. Yes, but that's different than the juice. Like orange juice is bad, but like if you. Do the juicing. That's supposed to be healthy. It's still bad. But you don't you get less fiber. Yeah. And but he gets, juices all the time. That's what he does. Oh, really? Liquid Terrier, remember? That's what he does. He's always there. That's yeah. his thing. All right. But that's a cup, and you get the veggies in there. But this here's the thing with diet. We got we got to move on to all some right, other business sorry, here. But sorry. this is the thing with this health food shit. Like, I'm eating McDonald's and pizza yeah. and fried chicken. Yeah, no good. Beet juice is going to help me. People just yes. oh, beet juice, is, apples, or I got you're sugar. Right. And you're like, no, it's no, an apple up. is fucking healthy. That's true. If you fucking juice kale and spinach and cucumber, that's good for you. I'm yes. sorry. I, I agree. It's just like, yeah, there's some sugar, but like, I'm drinking a Coke yeah. or a fucking beet juice. Get the beet. And I, I researched it. Like, it is healthy. Like, that's like unhealthy in that. Like, if you're a health nut, you're like, but this could be a little right. throw your right. triglyceride yeah. off. You're like, no, no, that's fucking. Yeah. 
healthy. Bob the Builder. Oh, what, Bob the Builder. Bob the Builder. I was just trying to think of like uh, Joe the Donut Man, just the regular Joe fat six guy. Pack. Yeah, yeah, whatever, the, whoever Bob the fuck. The Bob the Builder ain't healthy. That's uh, that's pedophile talk. Well, let's talk about some stuff, because I haven't All seen right. you. I mean, yes. we, haven't, we, haven't done an ep- we haven't recorded an episode since the 90s. Lay it on me, fatty. When did we record last? I can't even think. It must it have been last... Pre-LA, so... Yeah, like last Monday or something, yeah, Wednesday, yeah. Tuesday. We've been about 14 days. But Tuesday, it's been a while. Yeah. I can't even remember, but we've been to L.A. and back. The live episode is up right now on the Patreon. Yeah, and it's a cooker. So before I got there, I went to Sacramento, and I got to say, one of my favorite weekends I've ever had what? in comedy. I love the Sacramento Punch or Punchline Sacramento, it's called. I kept yeah, calling it the yeah. Sacramento Punchline, which seems to make more sense. I thought you were miserable. You text me on Thursday. Hey, I hate myself. I'm gay. I'm having all these problems. No one's showing up. But the shows were great. No one was there. Uh, okay. Thursday, I think there was like 30 people there. But I had heard it's hard to draw there. It's yeah. not a great market. First of all, the club is awesome. And the manager is like the best guy in the world. Good egg. Good Phil. layout. Phil, yeah, good room. We, we were there years ago. Yeah, together. So, But the the club, as much as I love it, like they're doing construction on the building, so yeah. it's like hard to find. It's kind of like when I walked in Thursday night, I was like, oh, fuck, it moved, and I have the wrong address. Because like, you walk into like an empty building. Yeah, and there's and all it's this like, duvetine and, and uh, you know, ship picket fences up. Yeah, it looks bad yeah. as you're going in the yes. room itself is like preserved and looks fine but like you're in a weird empty hallway of like a mall yeah thing. And, and also closed and it's dark it's a little tough because the hotel is like you got to walk and it's like a highway it's like not a highway but like a main road like a two-lane three-lane road oh yeah i'd call it a highway yeah it's a main road and then there's a homeless person on every corner yes so like as you're waiting to cross the street you're just sitting with a homeless person right which they're unfortunate people and i feel empathy for them and we should help them but you however can't, there's eight of them you can't give all and i'm one-on-one with an unstable human being like it uh-huh. makes me nervous right. and people are like oh he's just sad but i'm like yeah but he has nothing to lose and he's mentally unwell and you're the only guy on foot yes i'm just here with a fucking yeah Categorically unstable human being. Right, right. She's you're, saying the same thing about me, but yeah, <laughs> you're you're standing next to a drifter for a light cycle. Yes, so I gotta keep crossing the street. So it makes you a little nervous. Then at night, now the under the cover of darkness, who knows what the fuck? Oh boy. So the club is is great though. When you get in there, there's only 32 people there on Thursday or whatever. It was like maybe it was 30, and you're like, God, I'm like apologizing. I feel yeah. stupid, but they were great. Uh-huh. And there was a few Tuesdays there, which was nice. And then Friday, Saturday picked up, but still like a third full. It was like uh-huh. 75, 80 people. But every show was killer. Oh, wow. Killer. Like hot crowd. I was like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I feel great. I feel like a great comic right oh, now. Oh, that's lunch. Nothing better than killing with a small crowd because that's harder to do. I love it. I love the small crowd. The asshole factor goes down, which yep. is nice. My asshole factor got sealed up. But Oh, yeah, with a hair in it. I got some new bits. I had some new bits cooking. Ooh. You ever have like a, a chunk that just comes? Oh, I love when it comes on your face. All of a sudden, it's just all over my back, and I go, great. I got a new bit, and that's hitting a couple new things. I feel great about. I got a new joke about this woman on the plane. Yaw- I hate people that yawn out loud. Oh, they got to let you know they're yawning. Because <sighs> <laughs> it's not natural. You don't have to. You just right. want attention. Yes. And I want attention, but I wrote an act. Exactly. You earned it. I got bits. Exactly. You're coming in with a yawn. Oh, yeah. Yawn's nothing. Anybody can yawn, and it's contagious. Yawny Papas. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But great shows. And then the host was killer. This guy, Adam Perlstein. You ever see this guy? Heard of him? 
Oakland guy. Nah, maybe. Not Very funny guy. He's got some killer bits. All right. And he's a Tuesday. Hey, all right, Pearly. Yeah, way to go, Pearly. Pearly uh, Gates. Yes. He's got Pearly a few Whites. jokes that you're like, boy, I wish that was mine. He's got some real stuff. You got any on hand? Well, he's got a joke man. about, you know, oh, karma, God. and he's like, you know, people talk about karma. He's like, the other day I, I hit a guy's side view mirror window. What is that side view mirror? Side view mirror. He's like, I took it off, and I was like, oh, boy, I could... I wonder what the hell that guy did to deserve that. <laughs> you know, that's the joke. I think it's a great joke that's about great. Netflix. Everyone loves these crime dramas, but everyone does everything they can to get out of jury duty. Oh. He's like, that's like live crime courthouse drama. He's I got love a couple. This guy. Obviously, he's wording it much differently. By the way, if you're listening, I told. I don't want to mention his name anymore. People get upset with us, but I hung out with Louis C.K. and I was telling him this guy's bits, and Louis got this guy is great. Yeah, I love it. So he's a fan, and uh, what's this guy doing? He's got to get a. Yeah, well, he lives in Oakland. He's got to get out of Oakland, get to L.A. I know it was weird. He's like there with his girlfriend. He's, I was like, uh, you got to move, and it's like always weird with the girlfriend there because you're like, sorry, lady, <laughs> yeah, your lives, your lives are over. Yeah, you got to move or break yeah. up or whatever it is. Split up. You're holding him down, you hag. <laughs> oh no, she's a sweet I'm gal. Joking, I'm joking. Beautiful gal, I'm sweet joking. gal. But anyways, he's killer. Great weekend, and then there was some really funny guest spots too. Like people were like, "Hey, can we do a guest spot?" And I go, "Yeah, sure." Yeah, and the guest spots say? were funny. Wow! So good stuff there. Great club, great hang. It's not a great town. No, it's not, especially without a vehicle. Yeah, I, Lady Bird, I love, but I think she's full of baloney. Yeah, that town. You got to grow up there, or get you know molested there, because otherwise, there's nothing to do. I'll tell you what I did though. I went to Guitar Center every day and played my mando. It's nice oh. to have a Guitar Center. I just went over there, played it, and they thought I was like a you know retarded orphan or something <laughs> like you have anywhere to go they fed me a, the dog food wait a minute so you went in you brought your mandolin into guitar center no no they have guitars you can just play guitars oh because people they let you play a guitar before you buy it right. so i just went to the mando section picked it up practiced played and they you know they let you sit there huh and they, and they didn't have a, a cup down there and a hat with money in it or how's that working no cup i make my own money all right um but you're not like you're not doing a whole drum circle with other people no no there's other people playing but you kind of just concentrate on your own thing do your uh -huh. own thing how about this by the way that's cute tony deo was on my flight huh i love the deo past guest deo <laughs> deo um <laughs> but then i had this happen cereal, by the way Deo? Gayos. Oh, that's a great cereal. Bad cereal. Just little assholes. Yeah. Um, Chocolatey. And cream. <laughs> oh, Sometimes boy. Red. Sorry, everybody. All right. I had this. This is a real. Sometimes you got to throw in a positive travel thing. All nugget. right. Mix and match. So I get uh, upgrade. Sometimes they upgrade you without asking. So I had. An exit row aisle, you know, because I couldn't afford the Delta Comfort on these cross-country flights. Exit row aisle is solid. Exit row aisle is killer. So then Delta goes, you've been upgraded. They give me the Delta Comfort, but it's a window. Cross-country. Right. I don't want a window. Oh, I pee every nine seconds, uh, and I got I got to stick my legs out. You're full of piss and vinegar. Yeah, and I might want to beat off also. Yeah, well, whatever it takes. So they give me the window, and I'm like, motherfuckers. I just lost a better seat. Now I'm all mad. I'm all cranky. The whole walk down, Wait, you upgrade me without telling me. You can't. You don't have to take it. It was already on my thing. My, it's just changed. Uh, then I go to seats and it's all sold out because they want to. They stick you up there. What lunatic is turning down an upgrade? Exactly. This, this one lunatic. right here. So then I get there, and it's a couple, a couple of goofs. He's sitting in the window seat. Oh. 
Ooh. And I go, uh, now this is where my ego comes in. Because I want the aisle. Yeah. But I also want to let him know he's in my seat. Oh, ego will kill a man. Yeah. My some... ego is not my amigo. Hey, there it is. That's not bad, huh? Boy, uh, so I go, down. hey, you're, you have the aisle. And he's like, oh, and he starts like fumbling, getting up. I was like, but if you want the window, I prefer the aisle. He's like, oh, I prefer the window. Oh. I just didn't know. I thought this was blah, blah. Great. And he's like, I told you. Told, he's ratted out his girlfriend. He's like, I told you. And she's like, I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. But I was like, I'll take the aisle. So I got the aisle Look and at the upgrade. And the upgrade. Worked out. Positive. And I got to tell him he's stupid. Yes. So I got to feel smart and got the upgrade. He had a win-win ego. Yes. A Winnebago. So then I finished the Sacramento weekend. Great weekend. Of course, the World Series is going on, featuring yes. my beloved Boston Red Sox. Friday night, the game's at 5 out there because it's West Coast. Now, you might have heard about this game. It was an 18-inning classic. It was the longest game ever. We watched. I watched the game in the hotel for two hours, then went and did the show. It's going into extra innings. How hard was it to leave that game? You got to walk across the highway while your your beloved team is on. Very hard. So I have the app. I got the MLB app. I'm listening to the local radio broadcast. Ooh, I love the sound of baseball on the radio. So then I'm back there. I'm listening to the radio broadcast. The feature I kept trying to chat with me. I'm like, all right, listen to the game, dude. Yes. But anyways, nice guy and very funny. Prostein was MC. Oh, sorry. Um, Who's so the feature? You gotta throw him a bone. I just made fun of him for talking to me. <laughs> trying to throw his name out there. All right, good point. But no, he was really funny and very nice. Oh, boy. It was, just, it was a brief moment where he's like, hey, what's the thing? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I got the thing in my ear. Uh-huh. I feel like an FBI. I don't know how those FBI guys do it. Right. Well, they don't give you a lot either. They're just like standing there with their aviators on. I know, but people with an earpiece in, like having a conversation with someone's like, ask him about the files. Right. Like, how do you listen to both? <laughs> the files. Serrano's got the discs. Protect um, the president. But anyway, so I go on stage, and I'm like, it's extra innings. Fuck this. I even open. I'm like, I'm a big Red Sox fan, so I'm actually bummed you guys are here. You're ruining my night. I come off stage, like, the game is still going. I'm like, that's insane. Wow. So then I listen to the game, the radio, the, all between the shows. The MC goes on. The feature goes on. It's still extra innings. Uh-huh. I go back up, do 45 minutes again. I come off. They're like, the game is still going. Oh. We had two full comedy shows. Yes. I ran home and watched. The, actually, Pearlstein drove me home. I ran into my hotel, watched the last two innings in the hotel. Wow. Seven-hour and 20-minute game. We had two full stand-up comedy shows during the game. Red Sox lost that one. They lost. They win the next night, Saturday night. I buy tickets. Game five, Sunday. Red Sox are up three games to one. I get the ticks. Me and Chris Walsh. I say, hey, Chris, you want to go to the World Series? He goes, well, I don't know. I go, well, you're going to the World Series, you, you son of an onion. Right. So I spent a little bit of money, about 1100 bucks. Oh, yep. for Deuce. Yeah. Okay. And then the what fucking friend, these shit Dodger fans, no offense, that once they shit lose Dodger. Saturday, now they're going to get eliminated. So the ticket prices plummet, and I'm doing the dumb thing of checking the ticket prices after I'd already bought the tickets, Big which mistake. is never smart. No. Nope. It's like leaving the roulette table and checking to see if your number pops up. It right. doesn't make sense. Get out of there. So I way overpaid for these tickets, but I go, you got to accept your, your whatever. What are we talking? What was the last low price? The tickets I bought, I bought tickets in the ninth row of oh, section ooh. 166 for $1,100. It's a hot seat. Yeah, well, it's section 166 is like out behind the foul pole. Ah, foul pole. Still cool. But uh, then the next day, the tickets in the front row, same section, were going for like 750 oh. So I could have been nine rows up for $300 less or $350 less. Ouchie, wouchie. But what are you going to do? It's only money. So yeah. 
I get the ticket, so then I go rent a car. Now I'm anxious because I'm like, I got to wake up early. I got to rent a car. Now I'm afraid they're not going to rent me a car or I'm going to crash or something's going to happen. It's going to rain out, whatever the hell it is. So I go there, get the rental car, no problems. I jump on the... Oh, oh come that on. That felt good. That Should have put that on the box. I know. That felt good, though. I'm getting loose. Woo. They probably heard that through the... I felt it. <laughs> that was a big fart. Yeah, it ruined the leather. Fiber's starting to kick in. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, I got to get to the point here. Haitian, hit me. Get in the car, drive all the way down to L.A., about a six-hour car drive, the mountains, all that shit, beautiful. I got the fucking Brandy Kyle Ryle rocking. I got car Ryle. Hey, sound like your buddy. Went back to Asian. <laughs> I got uh, Randy go Newman bar. going. I roll into... Uh, Glendale, California. I pick up Chris Walsh. I stretch my legs for a minute. I say, get in the car. We got to get over there. We drive over. Sox fans everywhere. Whee! The sun's setting over there by Chavez Ravine, Dodgers Stadium, Game, the World Series. This wow. is the World Series. Wow. Boyhood dream. I mean, I grew up with the Sox. I'm going through all these memories on the drive down. Thinking about my first game in 1988 and fucking... Dewey Evans in the 90s and Bernanski and all this crazy shit. Ellis Burks, my dad's yes. dick. Yes. So exciting. I'm like, they could clinch. But then I get anxious because I'm like, they might lose. And now you're in enemy territory. Yeah. There's a ton of Sox fans, but there's like 15,000 Sox fans and 40,000 Dodger wow. fans. Wow. It's like the Redcoats. Yeah, it's a whole thing. So you're excited, but you don't want to lose because it's... If you're winning, they're kind of quiet and whatever. But if you're losing, they're like, "Fuck you, you fucking of course, piece of shit." But they've the Dodgers have been winning up till this point. What do you mean? Weren't they up more games? Not in the World Series. Oh, I thought they were. They had Red Sox and Red Red Sox won the first two. Dodgers won Game Three. Sox won Game Four. Oh, wow. so now we're Game Five. And uh, I get there, and it's exciting, beautiful, sun-setting. I'm so anxious. Chris is there. A lot of Sox fans. To oh. see it in L.A., too, a city you love, but the weather is perfect. The sun is out. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Mountains, all that stuff you oh, love. Oh, yeah, the gays. So then there's the, this is the funniest thing that happened at the game. So I got like a splitting headache because I, I barely slept. I was up late working, and then I woke up early. You get anxious when you have to get up early and travel in the game. So I'm all anxious, and I got a pounding headache because I'm just stressed from the drive. And I go, I got to do something because this is ruining my experience. My yeah. head is like splitting. So I go, I got to find some Tylenol. So I go back. I talk to a cop, L.A. cop, cute kid. He looked like he was 22. Uh -huh. And I go, hey, do you have any Tylenol or know where I could get some Tylenol? He goes, I don't. He goes, but uh, there's EMTs up in section 144. Ask them. He goes, but dude, this is how he's talking. Dude, don't tell him you're drunk. You got to <laughs> tell him. He goes, you got to tell him you twisted your ankle. And I'm like. Twisted my ankle. What? I'm like, I'm trying to get Tylenol. That's I'm not trying adorable. to get, you know, fentanyl. Right. And I'm like, I'm not drunk. I haven't had a drink in years. I just have a headache. He's like, I know, I know, but just do that. Just say, just kind of limp. I swear to God, this is what a cop said. He's like, limp up. Tell him <laughs> you twisted your ankle. And I'm like, uh, all right, yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to break any laws here. So I go up to the EMT and I'm like, hey, man, I have a headache. I'm not going to pretend to have an ankle turn. I like this guy. He's a kook. Yeah, but that's fun to see a cop a little loosey-goosey against the break of the rules a little bit. Yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on. It must have been a white privilege thing or something. But uh, He'll probably steal rob a bank later. Well, the LAPD's never done anything wrong. Yeah. So I walk up <laughs> to the uh, EMT and I go, hey, do you have any uh, Tylenol? I got a horrible headache. And he's like, we don't hear. But on the eighth floor is the first aid room. Go up to the eighth floor. Oh. They'll have Tylenol. 
So I go, okay. And then I'm like, eighth floor. I'm at a baseball park. They don't go by floors. Mm. It's like loge, upper deck, shitty seats. Right. You can't just go to the eighth floor. So I'm like, I just keep walking up. And I'm like, what the fuck is this eighth floor? Mm. So then I ask a guy. I'm like, hey, how do I get to the eighth floor? And the guy's like, eighth floor? What are you, crazy? That's employees only. Oh. And I was like, well, I got to get Tylenol. And the guy's like, hold on. I'll call you an escort. And right now, I'm missing the World Series, by the way. I'm escort. walking around in this adventure. He's going to get you a prostitute? Because <laughs> it's a good town for it. I guess so. So then he goes, uh, all right, he calls in an escort, Tony. Tony. <laughs> Tony comes up. Here comes up. Yeah. Tony, I think I'm busting loose here. Uh-oh. Oh, that was a cute little tag. <laughs> oh, the microphone smelled weird. Uh-oh. So Tony comes up with a green jacket, and he goes, hey, you're here for the uh, the Tylenol? And I go, yeah, yeah, sorry, I need Tylenol. And it looks crazy because I'm fine on the outside. I just have a headache. Uh-huh. Well, people get migraine. Yeah, sure. So we jump in the elevator, and now with, like, players' wives. I'm in the elevator in the bowels of Dodger Stadium. It's like these beautiful women in, like, stilettos carrying babies, you know, Latinos Whoa. with tits hanging out. Sure, love a Latin tit. So we get to the eighth floor, and then I go, and he's like, here it is. Here's the first aid room. I walk in, and it's like two angry nurses and then there's like three patients like three like bombed out guys that are like fucking Drunk. all junkies and like you know, their hairs are all yellow the eyes are yellow and i'm like Whoa. what the fuck's going it's like the top of the third i'm like how did you guys get here what's yeah. going on here huh they looked like like literally like homeless junkies and i'm like what time did you start drinking yeah and then we were joking like what if healthcare was so bad they just bought a thousand dollar ticket so they could get an x-ray uh-huh there it is and i go hi i just need uh two tylenol please and the lady just handed me them and they're like doesn't say tylenol it's just like dodger tylenol <laughs> and i was like i need to know this is no ibuprofen i'm allergic she's like yeah just take it it's tylenol i'm like for sure and she's like yeah, like, this is what we have. I'm a Whoa. fucking, I work here. And I was like, all right, all right. So Jesus, like, L.A. I take it, and you could tell the three other patients were like, who's the new guy? We hate this guy. And yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm on my way. Take the elevator back, back to my seat. I only missed a minute and a half action. I had the uh, radio broadcast going in my ear. Headache subsided during a couple innings, went all away. Right. Then a random Sox fan sat next to me, which was nice. We had him to keep us company. There we go. Comes down to the ninth. The Red Sox had a bunch of home runs. Mookie Betts homered. Steve Pierce homered twice. J.D. Martinez homered. Ninth inning. We're counting down outs. It's so exciting. Whee! Three outs to go. Two outs to go. One out to go. They get the final out. We go ape shit. Boston fans go nuts. Yeah! The Dodger fans very nice to us, by the way. Like, oh, really? If you sneak down, you can go. Yeah, this big Latino guy was like, go down that way. They'll let you right down to the front or whatever. I go, thank you very All much. All right. Better luck next year. The whole thing. People were pretty friendly. One guy got in my face at one point. Uh oh. It was when I was on the fucking headache. Uh-huh. Uh pilgrimage. Pill. Hey. <laughs> all right. Uh, JD Martinez, he missed a fly ball, and some guy going, Yeah. And he turned to me and went, Yeah. Like in my face. It was oh. like in one moment, Chris Walsh, who's like my buddy from Charlestown, wasn't with me, which would have been fun because he would have fucking rabbit punched the guy to death. <laughs> um, but anyways. Great win. We went down, and we all moved down in front of the big ceremony. They got the trophy, and it was so exciting to watch it live. I've now seen four Red Sox World Championships, Whoa. two while the podcast has been on the air. Look at that. Amazing. First time ever seeing it there. I cried. I called my parents, my dad, the whole thing. I didn't call my dad. I don't know why I said that, but I texted them. Yes. Wow. Great times. What great you, oldies. What do you, I mean, you don't drink. What do you do after? You get a headlock going with a guy. You eat a hot dog. And then you do a maybe an oil check on your friend. Then what? That's it. We were high-fiving everyone. Then Chris and I kept starting Yankees Chuck Suck Chants. We were doing it ironically because it's so silly. The whole the, the chant in general is silly to yeah, me. And, and then no doing Yankee. it at Dodger Stadium. But like everyone kept joining in and be like, yeah. 
<laughs> and then we were like laughing at them, and they thought we were. Part- it was fun. Wow. And then we went to In and Out Burgers. I always celebrated In and Out. A nice double cheeseburger. Met up with our friend Sabina, Chris's girl. Had some double cheeseburgers. Went back. I was exhausted. Went to bed. And then Monday did a spot at the Comedy Store, the original room. Never done that before. That was quite a thrill. Oh, Very Lord. exciting. Went and saw the movie Mid-90s, which I loved. All right. Loved it. Got very emotional. Cried like a girl. Tuesday, my old pal Marcus Norman rolls into town. Live pod. Take over. I need a break. I got to go shit. Oh, yeah. Man, it was good to get to L.A. Where the hell was I? Oh, yeah. So I did Austin, Cap City. Great weekend. Great club. I just, they get me in Austin. I was really cooking up there. I was doing some new stuff. For, you're here to hear first, by the way. I'll be there on my birthday, April 4th, 5th, and 6th. Oh, look at that. It's there a long go. ways away, but get ready. A lot of Tuesdays, a lot of Chipotle. Really did it up. Just a great town, great club, the whole thing. Good comedy people. So then I leave there, fly to New York, do Stick or Treat that day. Sold it out. Had to turn people away. One of the best Stick or Treats ever. 40-plus comics imitating their favorite comic. Some hijinks, some controversy, some good times. It's amazing that show is still going. It's still good. You think they years. would just run out of acts. It's getting better because you know what it is? It's these younger, new comics. They have so much energy and they're so hungry to kill. Mm-hmm. And they just bring the heat. And oh, there's always scandal in comedy. Right. You know, you got your Roseanne now, you got your Cosby, you got your this, your that, so there's always something cooking. Okay. And you can get weird. You know, one get, one guy did Dimitri Martin Shurecki. Shurecki? What's I don't that, know who that is. You know, the, the, the guy everybody hates. Ah, damn it. Shurecki. Shurecki? Shurecki? Ah. Sansa what Bird? was the guy who made the AIDS pill really expensive? Oh, I forget that guy's name. I think Shereki, was, maybe. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. All right, so you get <clears throat> you get kooky. One guy did Woke Andrew Dice Clay. That was probably the set of the night. Did anyone do Brian Vegan? No, it's still yours. Still available. Okay. Keep that one. Copyright I'll, it. I'll work on that. All right, so then we do Sugar Treat, go home, bang the lady, fly out next day at like 6 a.m. to L.A., Go to a meeting, get my rental car. I got raped on the rental car, which we discussed in the live ep, so check it out. Patreon, anal. So uh, meet you at the Improv in Los Angeles, in Hollywood, on Melrose. You were wiped. We do a couple laps around the block to, to, to catch up. Well, here's what happens. You go out there, and I bumped into Henry. At one point, it's just Henry and I at the bar. We're shooping stories. And then Hendrickson joins. Yeah. And then another guy comes over, another guy, and then some fans start coming in. Before right. you know it, we're all lost. Yeah. It should have been in like a green room with a couple people. No like, offense to the people that were there. I, mean, I loved everyone seeing no, everyone. great But group. you just get overwhelmed before the show. Exactly. And you want to get your head in the game, and, you know, Jonigan's there. You want to hug him, and go packs there. Yeah. So... And Rishi. And Rishi. So you need a break. So we go walk around the block and we do a little venting. How was this? How was that? What's gay? Who's gay? What's good? Bumped into some fans on the walk, which was exciting. That's right. People on the way to the show. Yeah. I mean, the Tuesdays came out in full force. We almost sold it out. It was it was felt pretty full. It was like 90% full in there. We sold, it, sold, it holds 200. We sold, I think, 138. And then there was about... 25 comics hanging out. So yeah. we had more than 150 people there. It was a good so time. almost 80% full. Kreischer came out. He's He was sober. And I got to say, weird, Kreischer sober is a weird thing. See, I don't know Bert. I've only met Bert like three times in my life. I mean, Bert's the greatest. He's the nicest guy, coolest guy. But 
sober. It just it's almost like seeing a teacher out of school when you're a kid. Uh-huh. You know, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. But he was still, you know, he still brought the funny and uh, everybody killed and the crowd was hot and they got us. We went dark right away. I talked about enslaving transgender people and they got it. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, and it just it just cooked and then we shook hands out. We sold some posters. By the way, the posters are on sale on the Gatreon. Yes, Patreon members, the Hollywood posters are available for yes. sale. And we'll sign them. Oh, yeah, we're going to sign this fuck out of those. In fact, I want to get one before we sell all of them, because it was a great poster. Great poster. Get yeah, one. Go. Get them while they're hot. So, uh, yeah, we just had a great night. Then we left the comedy club after shaking some hands and having some drinks. Rishi bought me a couple shots. We took some photos. We went straight to Cantor's Deli. Couple. We had each got a $100 gift card from Chipotle. Oh, you got that right. Yeah, that was exciting. Thanks Thank to you that to that guy. Big muscle guy. Yeah, with a hell of a uh, facial hair situation. Forget his name. You go to L.A., there's, like even the men are sexy. Our sec- like, Tuesdays are hot out hot. there. Hot. Yeah, well, you know, hot for Tuesdays. Yeah, a few Looks of them. a horrible music video. <laughs> uh, so then we, uh, we walk over to Cantor's on Fairfax. We had a group of like a... Eight, nine of us. Good group. Good group. We have some corned beef, some pickles, some drinks, some yucks. We have a great time. Hendrickson, Forrest Shaw join us, Vatterot, the whole gang. And then we uh, we parted ways. It was a little sad. It was a sad night. Well, we drove, yeah. You, we, Chris drove me, us to my car. I drove you to your car. Yeah. Off we went. Off we went. And uh, you went back to the Big Apple. I stayed in L.A., went to the Halloween parade, went and did some other shit. And uh, had a great time, had really lived it up, and then I flew to Winnipeg. Oh, Winnipeg, Tyler, baby. Oh, I got to throw a shout-out to Jonathan Morvey for letting me stay at his uh, apartment. He Love does the, the thing where he, he leaves and fucks his girlfriend for three days while I stay at his apartment. Oh, that's good stuff. What a sweet man. Good man. More Cute. gay. More gay, more Jew. Big Jew. Little Jew. <laughs> so uh, go to Winnipeg. Weirdest town on the planet. I mean, Winnipeg, there's nothing around it for 500 miles. Just this one city in the middle of nowhere. And the weird thing about it is it's a city. Yeah. But it's not a city that I am at. We've talked about this before. Like, I grew up in the Northeast where, like, the cities were, like, New York City, Boston, like, high rises and, like, yes. people on top of each other. Winnipeg's a city, but, like, it's just houses and yards and then, like, 30 yards to the next house and the next house. Yes. And, like, strip malls. Right. There's no, like, Subway system, like big train. Like I went downtown. There's a downtown. There's a downtown. It's not a city friendly. Hall. Yeah. Oh really? No, it's not pleasant. Oh, all right. Well, I, I had a good time, and the people there are very. It's weird because you're in the city, but it's really like a remote village. It's extremely rural. Rural. Yes. There it is. Yes. Fun word to say. Yes. Not rural. for Asians. But Lowell, uh, Lowell Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, had a great time, and the, the, we sold out three shows. A lot of Tuesdays came out. Thanks for the Tuesdays. I uh, just tried to write because every time I'm in Winnipeg, you have no car. They have no Uber. It's hot. It's cold as balls. Mm-hmm. So I just I just go into this booze uh, downward spiral. Last year I went into this horrible thing where you hung over all day, then you get it together and you go down drinking again, and they they put them back out there. And Canada, the booze is more. What is it? More percentage. So oh, um, it's like a higher alcohol content. Uh-huh. And so, but this time I, I flew right, but I had one snafu. Oh, tell me the foo. All right. So at the Winnipeg Club Rumors, good club, a lot of history, Seinfeld, all these greats, you know, Ray Romano oh, been through there. Big time. Headshots Rock, are amazing. Unbelievable headshots. Louis, Regan, DePaulo, everybody. You name it. So, uh, Eddie Murphy. Yep. Maybe. Uh, maybe. <laughs> He's on the wall. Might be a print. But uh, 
So I'm there, and they do a lot of like, what do you call that? Uh, events. Oh yeah, a lot of parties. A lot and of such. parties. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like tonight we got the kids' baseball team yeah. moms yeah. Are here, and it's fifty people. So be nice. So they you know, they do these parties, which I kind of don't like, but I get it. It's bringing people in. They so got to fill it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not complaining, but you know, there's always a guy with a booth at the front door, like, "Hey, give a ten cents to fat kids or whatever." Yeah. So they don't tell me, and I go in, I do my act, and I'm I, I got some adult material, certainly, and I do this one joke about uh, hitting women. Oh and it boy, it gets weird. You can cut it with a hockey stick. I mean, it is palpable. Now, what's the bit about? Well, I do this bit about how I like babies because they're not evil yet. Uh-huh. There's a lot of bad people out in the world, but you never assume a baby will become one. That's why no one ever goes up to a pregnant woman and goes, ooh, this one's going to suck. Uh-huh. You know, blah, blah, blah. And then right. I say, like, it's always positive with a new baby because it's all potential. Like, oh, it's kicking. Might be a pro soccer player. Uh-huh. Never like, oh, it's kicking. Might hit his wife. Oh, that's nice. It's a hit. It's a good bit. It kills, but not tonight. Yeah, they didn't go for it. Not that night. And I was like, what the hell? That bit usually worked. It was one of those things where I'm like, well, that didn't didn't go as well as it normally did, or that felt off, or blah, blah, blah. And later, I get get back there, they're like, whoo, it was a women's battered women's group. Oh, my God. Yes. That's one you got to put a sign. That club has the clock that ticks up to let you know. They should put underneath, by the way, battered women's club. Give me one of those like tickers. Yes. Battered women are here. Battered women are here, you know, or something. Do it with every group. Hey, these are, uh, you know, vets or these are alcoholics. Exactly. Yeah. Like they put the city on the the monitor if you're a rock band so you don't say the wrong city. Right. They got to have that. For comics. It's a great idea. Mm-hmm. So it just got kooky, and that the the, the set kind of dipped uh, after that. Like I was, I would do the thing where I'm like, man, I'm killing with this side, but this side's hating me. Yeah, and well, I didn't realize they were all beaten whores. They might have been traumatized. Oh, they were triggered, folks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what are you guys, a bunch of pussies? Oh, Canadians can't take it. But it turns out these women are just weeping in the oh, back. Oh, jeez. So That's I felt horrible, feeling. but I didn't know. I didn't know. So. uh... That was one thing, but I got a positive travel story. Throw me a positive travel story. A, P- a PTS. Yes. D. Ah, positive a- travel story, Dick. <laughs> so the fucking flight. Winnipeg is such a remote cunt that there's nothing out there. The flights are horrific. You get like one flight at 6 a.m. and one flight at 3 p.m. Yes, and it's all through Chicago or Minneapolis. You, you got go to go to Chi-Town. Yeah, you got to transfer, which sucks. So I get up. I got a 7 a.m. flight. You got to get there at 6. You got to get up at 5. You got to leave at 5.30, the whole thing. And I got, you know, kind of tuned up the night before. got a little high and all that because weed's legal there now. Oh, right. They're ahead of us up there. Oh, yeah. They're good people. Mm-hmm. I, I always say Canadians are like an American after we've fucked. Oh. Because they're a little more clear-headed, a little less aggressive, and they're constantly saying, I'm sorry. Interesting. That was my opener. So uh, get to the airport. Fly out. Now, it was a weird thing because, you know, you're, I'm in Canada, but I'm connecting in Montreal. Oh. Montreal. Well, you're flying Canada Air or yeah, Air Canada? Air Canada, which stinks out loud. Oh, really? Oh, they suck. Everything's torn up. The, the seats are all farty and the, 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 the AC knob is broken and everything. It sucks. The pizza's all cold and the wine is all warm. It's an old tin can. White men can't jump? Yes, sir. There it is. Ron Shelton. So, I uh, love that, Shelton. Although, did he do anything else? Yeah, he did Bull Durham. Ah! Killer. Better than White Man Can't Jump. I don't know. I got White Man. Oh, I got Bull. Which sounds bad. I'm like, I go with the White Man. 
So uh, get to the airport in Winnipeg, get right through. And I go, oh, man, customs was so easy. How about that? Yes. Then it's a four-hour flight to Montreal, land in Montreal. Then I realize, oh, I'm doing customs here. It's a domestic flight. I didn't realize that. So I was like, god damn, now I have to connect after customs. So you're like trying to blow through customs, but those custom cunts, they ain't warm. No warmth. They got no sense of humor. They got nothing. I do my old uh, my old line. Uh, they go, how you doing today? They look at your ID, and they scribble that bullshit on your ticket, and they go, how you doing? I go, eh, a little hungover, and they always go, oh, well, this guy's a cut-up. Get him right through, you fucking homos. Yeah, all right. But they didn't go for it. Oh, they did not go for it. I'd be like, hey, how you doing there? What's uh, what's going on with you today? Well, you know, a little hungover. Well, you should... Probably drink less. Oh, jeez. What is he, your dad? I know. Ouch. So, I know. I breeze through. I'm just trying to get through. You know, you get, I got the big old, because I was in. Dick? Uh, no, medium. <laughs> I got the, 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 the away bag, and this thing's loaded to the brim, because I got posters. I got a, I got a Zoom mic in there. I got, I got a, a, eight coats, because I was in Winnipeg, but then I was in L.A., so I got shit for L.A. So, it was a, it's a full, full bag. Yeah. So, you pop this thing open for the laptop to get out. Yeah. And then the whole thing, it's like a, it's like a, a, a mattress out of a, a, be, a, a sofa. Right. You know, it just goes. Oh, like the snakes. The snakes. One of those things with the snake gifts. Snakes on a plane. Yeah. So the whole bar, the whole thing pops open. I got sleeping pills and uh, tampons. Ooh, that was a good one. I almost shit. All kinds of shit in there, and uh, so now I got to clean all that up. <laughs> Finally, I get to the gate in Montreal. I'm on no sleep. I'm hungover. I hate myself. My dad's gay. I get to the thing, and the lady goes, Boop. We are not that full of a flight, so we have to move some people around to adjust the weight. Oh, the weight shift. Yes, the old Ralphie May, we call it. Now I go, oh, I've never heard of this thing. So I go up to the counter, and I go, hey, look, I'm 19F or whatever. How do you feel about me getting a little closer to the front? Uh huh. You know, I pull a little Rosa Parks, and she goes, uh, oh, "Let me take a look here." Well, you're in luck. We moved you to one A. Oh, daddy! All of a sudden, first class because I've tried to get to the front like a cunt. No, Division One A, and it's a it's a class system. It is. Wow. And I'm in the first one. First class. So I get onion. right up there, and boy, it's a game changer. You get on the plane first. I'm in the first seat. But that's not always great because you got no place to put your carry-on. Was it one of those situations? No. What are you? First class gets all kinds of room. But you don't get the seat underneath to slide it under. Oh, I put it up top. Put everything up top. Everything. I'm a big up top guy. I don't want. I want the feet free and clear. But depending on how you fly, you can't always do that because you only get one item. Well, what do you bring? I don't check a bag. I check a bag. I've never checked a bag in my life. I put the overhead in the overhead, and then the other one goes underneath. What's the other one? What do you got, a knapsack? I got a backpack and a suitcase. Oh, you go backpack. Well, you just take one bag the whole time? Oh, yeah. Oh, I go two bags. I like to have a backpack. If I want to go to Starbucks, I bring my notebook. I got my pens in there, my book. That makes sense, but I would probably put the backpack in the bag. Pack the bag. But I want access to it on the plane. That's I where my see. books and such are. I got it. I got it. See, okay. I, I'll be in the uh, the waiting area, and I'll just take all the shit I need out if I need anything. I see. But not a bad system, but I, I need that foot room. But sometimes you take it out, and now all of a sudden I got a pile of leaves and a book, <laughs> and I got my folders, and I got I a top you. hat, and I got to carry all of them. That's slinky. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Well, maybe get a fanny pack. 
No, I don't like a fanny pack. I know I saw a hip guy with like a chest fanny pack the other day. Those are big. They're coming around. People are into it. Yeah, so, not me. Not me either. I can't do it. I mean, it's, I grew up in the '90s. The fanny pack is is ruined. I can't look at it normally. Yeah, even if I didn't grow up in the '90s, I feel like I'm like, what am I, an asshole? I got a zipper bag attached to my grundle. Also, the name is rough. Yeah. If you change the name, it might help the uh, the the product to move a little bit. Well, we love the name Fanny. Well, yeah, but you don't want that's our ad lady, but I don't want her wrapped around my balls. <laughs> or maybe you do. All right. So <laughs> So now I'm in first class and it's an only a 1 hour and 10 minute flight. It's Montreal. Uh-huh. So I go Very close. Less than that. that they always say that, but really it's like a 25 minute flight. Yeah, it was probably they about 40. They always say their shit. Yeah. So I flew there and she goes, "Do you do you want the food?" Which is the dumbest question any woman's ever asked me. I want the food? Yeah, she goes like, it's such a quick flight. Do you want any food kind of thing? Okay. And I go, yes, I definitely want the food. and I'll take his food and his food. So she brings it out. It's salmon. No, it's lox. Salmon? It's lox. What's lox? Lox is fish. Like I've the never Jews lox. Bagel and lox. Nah, that's made up. <laughs> lox, is that a fish? I caught a lox. I think it's salmon, but they prepare it. I've heard of the Loch Ness monster. I've heard of Loch Smith, <laughs> but there's you never heard of lox? There are locks a lot. You live Maybe. in New York. I have like a like when you go to the gym on your locker. No. All right, I'm being silly. You know locks? Not really. L O X. I just know Goldie. That's it. L O X. Yeah. Is that? I know there's a there's like a movie about that. Larnix, lox. Was that lox? Oh, the Lorax. Lor. <laughs> well, give it a look, because Lox is amazing. They serve okay. a brunch at the cellar. Oh, I saw that yesterday. There was a little pig pussy pig, on the plate. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. So I get the Lox, and it comes with Lox pancakes, because it's all Jews in Montreal. Well, it's, not all, but it's a bunch. There's a lot of Irish, too. Really? Oh, yeah, McGill College, McGill University. Oh, all right. Well, uh, so the Lox is amazing. comes with a little sour cream and these pancakes with the fish and a pickle. It's just, basically, it's a deli meal. Uh-huh. And uh, it was a great time. Took a little fat nap, got back, and now I'm in New York City. Back to back to basics. And this weekend, I'm in Seattle. Oh, and tonight, if you're listening right now, tonight, we're at the Comedy Cellar, 9 p.m. You, me, and Sam Marill makes three. Yeah, and it's going to be uh, Sean Donnelly hosting, so we can watch a bunch of constipated people tell yuck em ups. Yeah, it's election day. We'll be running up, watching the news, the whole thing. So go go vote, and then come to the Comedy Cellar. i got to register. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, it's a little late. Does that take a while to, to load up? Well, some states uh, you can register day of, but not New York. I think you're. I think you missed your chance. No, I can do it today. Maybe some of them. Some states. I don't know what states. They it cuts off. Oh, but there's shit. different rules for different states. Well, voting in spirit. What are you gonna do? But uh, next week I'll be at the Funny Bone in St. Louis, Ooh. the 15th, 16th, and 17th with one Sarah Talamash. Let me tell you this quick story. Please. I was at the gym two days ago. I bought these warm-up pants, uh, and I gotta, I gotta. What do you mean? Why? What do you to work out? What are you talking dancer? about? Warm-up pants. Yeah, warm-up pants. Oh, is that like, what they're called? Yeah, like sweatpants, but not sweatpants. Oh, all right. I hear warm-up pants. I think you're gonna like MC Hammer it. <laughs> what? Those are dance pants. Uh, dance pants. <laughs> I gotta answer my pants. 
I got some warm-up pants, but I got a weird body. I have a very thin waist. I got like yes. a 32-er. Oh, I'm a 31. And then my jeans, my, my legs are 97 inches long. I mean, yeah. I got legs for days. Daddy long legs over here. So most people that have legs this long weigh 850 pounds. <laughs> so I can't find a pair of pants. Right. Because I get a medium pair, and the, the waist is just right. But I look like, you know, Huck Finn if he had right. a growth spurt. Right. So yeah, I look like a goofball. flood. Yes. So I got like a goofball. So I buy this other one that's a large. So now the pant leg, perfect. I got a perfect break on the pant. But the waist is, is like, you know, Andre the Giant could wear these things. Is Why do they do that? Because I think that's the regular size human. It's the majority. I'm an abnormal human. Because I can't find good pants either. But yeah. keep going. So I buy them. So the last, it's too big. So what I did was I took the string, the pull string, and just... Pulled it as tight as you could get and then knotted it. Uh-huh. So they fit nice in the waist, but you can't. There's no expansion. Okay. I can't slide them off my hips. I got to wriggle. Ah, uh, Rob Riggle. Like Shania Twain leather pants over here. I feel like a woman. Man. So I go to the bathroom. <laughs> I go to the stall at the gym, and I got to really, like, pull down hard. I can hear the rope, the string being like. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's oh, like, you know, man. William Wallace when they're racking them. Right, right. So then I pull my dick and balls like up over the string, and it's tight on my dick and balls. So Ooh. I'm peeing everywhere. It's like spray peeing, you yeah. know? Why don't you just undo the, the, the knot? It's too tight. You got, I got to bring it over. I'll bring it over with a fork and a pair of binoculars and see if you can help me. All right. So finally, the, the string, it, it flips over my balls and just pinches the bottom of my ah. dick. It catches on the bottom of my dick. So I stop peeing because it's strangle holding. Sure. So I'm like, I guess I'm done peeing. But then once I release it up over the dick, into my pants, oh, I pull the pees. pants up, my dick just goes... Oh, I no. pissed like a quart of urine into my underwear, like full on. I left the toilet and I was like, I just pissed my pants. Yes. And then I go to Cham, go to the steam room. I take my warm-up pants off. I got my underwear on, Mac Weldon's, mind yeah. you. Antimicrobial. And the stain... Is just enormous. Like it's more stain than not stain. That's oh. how wet I pant, wet my pants were. Now this is on the the, the warm up, not on the undies. This is after my work. This is on the undies. But you can't see it through the pants. Not through the pants. Okay. I took the pants off because I'm gonna go steam. Got but it. the underwear I had to roll up tight in a ball and stick in my backpack for the rest of the day. You don't want to just wear it out. I couldn't put them back on. They were so wet. I wow. couldn't wear them out. I pissed. My pants. Yeah. Wow. It's been a while. It was yucky. So then I had to like come on when I got home for like an hour. I forgot to take them out of my backpack because oh. I'm not used to taking underwear out of my backpack. This is my childhood all over again. I know. So I unzipped the backpack and now like my my notebook, my cigar cutter, uh, my my herpy pills. They all smell like a bag of piss. Oh boy. And then I throw them in the laundry. It was all those ones where my laundry bag is half full, but I got to drop it off ASAP. Oh, I can't yeah. just have a puddle of piss in my living room. Now what are you going to do with the notebook? Every time you write a joke, you're going to smell a whiz. <laughs> I just have to... Nobody beats the whiz, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. I got to live with your it. Your page is going to look like an old treasure map. You got that right. I'm going to burn the edges. Yeah. But anyway, so that's that story, and the rest is for another time. All right. Uh, well, you said something that reminds Oh, we got to talk about what happened at Chipotle just now. Oh, let's suck each other's dicks. What the hell happened at Chipotle? Are you oh, kidding? right, right. Oh, God, this is bad. Brutal. I knew it, too. I could Brutal. feel it. I felt so, it coming. So me and Joe are at Chipotle doing our, uh, you know, lunching it up. And uh, we're trashing some comics, as you do. And uh, you kept getting all paranoid because there was some some blue collar looking guy uh, across the table from us. So you were getting all whispering on. I hate this. I think this guy's listening. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm like, talking about comics is inside baseball. He has no idea. I'm like Paul Cicero. I don't like anyone hearing what I'm saying. I hate it. Yeah, it's yeah. a weird profession. 
Right, Jeez. right. So we're just sitting there, and you're going, ah, I don't know this guy. I think he's listed. And I'm like, ah, come on. You're fine. You're fine. And then cut to after a 20-minute long conversation of us trashing comics, this guy goes, oh, uh, uh, you guys do stand-up comedy? Oh. And it's the worst question on the planet. We both froze, by just the way. Just thinking about it. Because I, I, I don't want to talk to this guy. Of course. But, you know, he's staring at us. And then he pulls a... You guys going to a mic? Yeah, you going to a mic later. Which I'm a little offended that he's doing comedy in New York, but doesn't know who we are. What's with this guy? Well, that's how you know this guy's not a real comic. Well, that feels a little much, but... I'm just... But either he's super green or he's a hobbyist. Uh-huh. That's my theory, because there's no way this guy doesn't know what's going on. We're in the village. We're got the cellar, and I was like... He's like, you got a show tonight? I was like, yeah, we're going to the Fat Black. So I try to say... Because I don't want to say the cellar. Yeah, like, I know. Oh, well, get me in. You yeah. Know? You don't want to be hurtful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't want to be mean. You don't want to like just trump the guy. Like, yeah, we're actually uh, working comics. Blow me. So, uh, yeah, we're at the Fat Black. He, he pretended to know what that was. I could tell he didn't. He was like, yeah. oh, yeah, the Fat Black. Yeah. It was very uncomfortable. I hated the whole thing. It was and, brutal. I uh, just, uh, ugh. I tried to change the subject. I brought it up to Chipotle. I was yes. like, you know, they got that uh, special Chipotle over here. But I, I just, I hate, I also find it rude. No matter what's happening, I find it rude. To overhear someone enjoying their conversation. Well, A, it shows that you were listening. Yes. And B, yeah, that's about it. You're you're listening to our conversation, and now you're part of it. We're friends, and yeah, I, I hate it. I hate talking in public it's when people tough. are within an earshot. And then people try to do this thing like, no one's listening. I'm like, no, everyone's they're listening. Everyone's listening, because I listen to other people. And if he's not reading a book or looking at his phone, what else can he be doing? Yeah. He's listening. Yeah, unless he just, you know... Went through some traumatic thing that he's replaying in his head. He's listening. I'd be happy for him to listen to us talk, but on the podcast. There you go. It's and gonna be weird if he start, what if he becomes a fan of the podcast later and hears this. He's like, I was that guy. Well, he maybe he needs to hear some of this. Maybe and, he'll be famous years from now and he's like, You're not gonna remember this, but in fucking two thousand eighteen on election day eve, I was sitting at Chipotle listening to you guys. Well, if that's the case. Help us out. Let us open for you. Yeah, I would love that. And get on the Patreon, you weirdo. All right, we got a, we got a boogie here. I got to oh, go yeah. to therapy and All suck right. my own dick. I'm going to oh, kill a mockingbird. Jeez, yes. To kill a mockingbird, the whole premise is against Believe All Women. Really? Well, well you, I haven't seen it. Oh, so you don't know the story? Well, I know the story, but right. I'm joking. But I'm going to see it tonight. Go on the Patreon, folks. There's never been a better time to be on that Patreon. There's bonuses, oh, yeah. there's queefs, all the live episodes. Burt Kreischer, Nikki Glazer, Giannis Papas, Ron Bennington, Chris Deeth. They're all on there. We talk about our favorite movies. We have all kinds of debates. We talk serious. We talk all kinds of stuff on there. Three bucks a month. I got a, an hour-long one-on-one with Robert Kelly, which was wow, fun. Wow, I got to hear that on one. There. It's really fun. We talked everything. We talked Louis, comedy, fame, everything. So that's all on there. It's three bucks a month. That's thirty six dollars a year. Oh, that's a steal. Minimum. You can give more if you'd like. Please. Do. And uh, again, thanks to all the, the so many people brought me Starbucks gift cards. It's insane. Yeah. I appreciate it. Big Chipotle gift card. So thank you to everybody. I feel so grateful. I feel like George Bailey all the time. You guys are so nice. We're very lucky. I mean, the love in L.A. was amazing. In Winnipeg, they came out. Austin, they came out. Everybody's coming out of the closet. We love you. Spread the word. Tell a friend. Go gay. God bless the Tuesdays. Where are you going to be there, Uh, St. Louis next week, 15, 16, 17. Dr. Grin's. The last weekend in uh, Thanksgiving, whatever, in Thanksgiving, in uh, November, 28, uh-huh. 29, and I think it's 29, 30th, and December 1st. There you go. And then Philadelphia Helium is right around the corner, December Ooh. 27, 28, 29. I didn't know that. Yeah. I've plugged it every week for the last three months. Sorry, I wasn't listening. Great uh, club. Yeah, I'll be there. And then Raleigh in December, and also Helium, Portland in December. So please rally the troops. 
Yes, boy, uh, vote and come I'm, out. I'm at your heels again. We're nipping at each other's heels. Oh, nipping. Uh, I'm at uh, Seattle this weekend. Then Wisconsin, Appleton, Wisconsin. Uh, got the good old zany Chicago. Can't wait for that. I'm doing Hattiesburg at Thanksgiving. That Saturday of Thanksgiving, doing Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Come on out. That'll be in my. Uh, my uh, trip from seeing the parents. So God knows I'll need you. Tell a friend. Let's sell that puppy out. Then I'm doing Zany Chicago, Pittsburgh Improv, uh, Laugh Boston, Raleigh, Helium in Philly, and uh, we're going to Vegas. Oh, yeah, Vegas. Oh, I'm doing uh, Mohegan Sun again. And, oh, San Francisco. Coming to the San Francisco Punchline in January. So let's sell all those out. That's a hot room, hot city. I love it there. And, uh, yeah, get on the Patreon. Come see us all in Vegas. Me, Ari, the butler, Fatty. Feeder. Feeder, Vecchione. That's going to be a hot show. That's going to be insane. And, uh, yeah, come on out. Let's get kooky. And we love you. Get a poster. Get a T-shirt. Merch pumps all there. We hate ourselves. We love you. And praise our love.